Welcome back to Real Judgments. Uh, Aaron and Mike here. Yeah, you. Uh, we're just uh, doing a follow up here on the Death Drop Gorgeous movie that our friends. What was it about a week ago or? Yeah, about a week ago. A week ago or so, they gave us a, a private screening of the film because right now they're uh, they're submitting it to um, various festivals. It was um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, so we're just going to kind of give. This is just going to be kind of a quick recap of uh, our feelings on the movie. We're not really going to give any spoilers away or talk about um, details because we we don't want. This is a new film that's yet to be released, and we want to promote it and make sure you guys go and, and see it and support them because uh, it's well worth it. If it wasn't, I would, like I told them, I mean, pretty much after we finished watching the movie, if the movie sucked, I would tell you. I, thought yeah, I was really skeptical. I mean, while we were watching it, um, we took an intermission, and uh, Chris was like, oh, so what do you think so far? And I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It's uh, way better than... I was expecting, I was like uh, expecting it to be really, really like poorly made, like first person camera kind of work. Yeah. Because it was a, you know, local film, but this thing is, this thing is well put together. Um, The imagery is amazing. The organization. um, Yeah. Let's talk about a few things, right? So, I mean, there's so much content at our disposal these days, right? Like, you could watch a variety of films you might have never seen otherwise, like right through Amazon Prime and all these different applications, right? Um, I can tell you that this this movie, the Death Drop Gorgeous movie, is better than, like, half of that, you know, independent streaming shit that you would see. One of the biggest things for me was there's so much things being remade over and over and over again or just tweaking the story a little bit and pretending it's your own, and this was, like, a breath of fresh air. This is, like, if you're into gore and B-rate horror and having good stories, like, this is, like, an original, original story. I loved it. Very original. Um, If you enjoy trash cinema, uh, so if you are, like, a John Waters fan... This might be a film that you would want to put on the top of your list. Um, but you don't have to be a fan. Of, it, it, that's the thing. Um, and I think we talked, I think you and I talked about this after the movie. You can really um, alienate certain portions of your audience based on how you formulate your story, right? Absolutely. Um, sure, this is a movie that. Uh, any LGBTQ person would probably be like, oh, this is great, you know, and I could I could support this. But even someone who's not as, you know, passionate maybe about those sorts of things, you know, like even I, I just feel like they did a good job of making it appeal to mass audience. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm not saying this right, but I'm trying to say like this should appeal to an LGBTQ person just as much as it would anybody else. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They didn't like alienate one group and just make all jokes for that one group. Right. They did a great job of, uh, of sharing the wealth. Um, this is a movie that anybody should be able to sit down and watch. Um, the acting, uh, was better than I thought. You Absolutely. Know what I mean, I mean we, let's be honest. We'd never seen any of their work before. We'd only met them in person, right? We're flying and blind. But they were like really funny and charismatic people, just like when you talk to them, the whole the whole group of uh, the guys there. And um, this was this was very convincing. It wasn't uh, the lines. The, also, the the lines themselves might have helped with that. The 
the language in the script, some of the word choices, um, it's fun stuff. You know, yeah, a lot of it's unique. fun, even though it like it just punches you. Sometimes it just it's like a slap across the face. Some of the lines, but I think it was uh, you know very well put together as far as that. I wish I could talk like in depth about things. Right, but, right. It's hard, but but okay, we can be general and talk a little bit about um, like the lighting, for example, the lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, very colorful movie, um, uh, and, and it's used in the right spots. You know, I feel like. Uh, one of my more favorite things was the actual the the way the phone conversations, the texts, yes, being on screen. That was an amazing effect. I thought that was great inside the app they were using. Yes, and and there's a gay app in the movie. It's called Pounder, and uh, so they have the Pounder logo that you'll see, and uh, you know, and then the exchanges between the characters and stuff. Um, so, yeah, th- that's another one though. Like. Um, very visually appealing. The special effects were great too. Amazing. Uh, the gore, uh, you know, I was when we, like I said, when we watched the trailer, it the, it, it passed the uh, the random glance and the smell test, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like it looked good. It it, it sounded really good. Um, the audio was another part, right? The audio was very good, clean. Uh, the yeah. thing with the the uh, trailer when we first had them on. And we got to see the trailer. One of the things I was biggestly, like, most interested in was the sledgehammer. They they did a, a sledgehammer scene inside the trailer that they released. And I was just, like, super curious how that was going to go. Because, you know, look at gore movies. Half the time, the sledgehammer scenes are, are very subpar. And I got to be honest, in this movie, it was amazing. And I, I think this is probably the best sledgehammer scene I've seen in any movie. That's wow, that's quite an accolade. Yeah. There's also um, you know, from the trailer, like we're not really giving it away cuz it's in the trailer too, the meat grinder. Um that was really cool. Um and it was nice to hear them kind of pepper us with uh like stuff, you know, tips or not tips, but like stuff that happened or where they filmed certain things. A lot of the places were recognizable if you're from Rhode Island, you'll be able to see, uh, you know, some different scenery that might look familiar to you. Yeah, a lot of nightlife spots that you're going to be like, oh, I drove by there or I went there. <clears throat> yeah, not not one actor in the movie that had that line that would just make you say, oh, this just sounds terrible. You, you know, you ever watch a movie and, like, you see someone's, someone acting and you're just like, oh, this is fucking the over, un- the overacting, the overacting, like you can tell, it was like a, a written, placed line, and you're like, that person doesn't talk like that, right? I didn't, I didn't get none of that watching. You didn't, this one, you didn't get one line of that throughout the whole film, and the film does run a little over two hours, um, which maybe I guess maybe that's probably the you know this is something that uh, you know um, I didn't I didn't find it to be too long, but I no. Mean, I didn't think so. I think I thought the runtime was fine. Um, I don't think there was much you could really take out of it. Yeah, there's, there's not much you can take away. I mean, me. But then again, I'm a guy that like if I like a movie, I, don't, I could care if it goes on for fucking four hours. You know what I mean? Like, Direct is unrated, extended cut. <laughs> if, as long as I'm entertained thoroughly the whole time, which um, you know, whenever you're making a movie and it goes over two hours, unless you're Tarantino, you're probably like, well, uh, does it need to be two hours? Um, I think if you guys watch the movie, you won't, you know, you won't be bored during the window. Um, 
there's nothing really that they're showing that um, doesn't help push the plot forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's no, there's no part that you're watching and you're like, why am I watching this for? Like, they could have got rid of this. This is just filler. This is just fluff. There's none of that in there. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good stuff. Yeah, um, definitely a lot. There's definitely quite a few mo- moments of humor as well oh, in the movie. Yeah, uh, some funny stuff. This is definitely going to get labeled in like that dark comedy slash horror era. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, I like the I like the uh, <laughs> the drag queens were fucking hilarious in it. Amazing, and they're really fucking good actors, dude. Like. like there's one that we see like, without shit. the makeup, and I'm like, man, I almost prefer him in drag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, man. Uh, very impressed. Um, I can't wait until they... It, I'm, I'm just, like, very curious to see what type of distribution they'll get. I think they're going to get distribution. I don't even question that they... Not at all. Once, <laughs> once these festivals start showing it, I think it's going to be... Uh, momentum. I think it's just going to be downhill from there. I think it's just going to go and go and go. Yeah, and we were talking with them about, uh, I think it's like a film festival in Provincetown. Because I was telling them uh, uh, after we watched it, I was like, oh, man, that'd be cool if John Waters saw this. You know what I mean? I feel like that'd be something that this would be something that John Waters would I feel like really that'd like. be a big break for them if that happened. That'd be well, amazing. I think they were saying that he might because he, I think he attends that, that festival in Provincetown. Wow. Like he lives over there. So. That, that would be amazing if uh, they could get a break like that. Somebody connected like that would definitely get them distribution. That would be huge for them. Let's try and do something difficult because just for the hell of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, it's easy to talk about good things. Was there anything you didn't like? Like, uh, was there anything that you think could have been done better? Or Hmm. The only the only spot that I thought looked a little off was the bar Wayne worked. The bar scenes looked a little flat, flat. <clears throat> yeah, like a little bit one dimensional. But I don't know if it was meant to be that way because some of the humor that happened kind of felt that way too. That makes sense. Yeah, I, it's just I'm hard pressed. You're usually pretty good with critiques anyway. But no, they told me I was. I picked up on a, a small detail in the movie that they don't really shine a big light on so i don't want to i don't want to blow it up but i was critiquing them yeah and i did bring it to their attention and they're like oh you're the only one that's watched it and caught that little detail <laughs> so, you really do watch movies very closely i'm an observer man if, yeah. it, if it doesn't feel right or if it looks weird or if it is just coming off wrong it's gonna sit with me and i'm gonna put it on blast at the end but this one this one's smooth like i i can't say enough good things about it like i said i thought it was gonna be I thought it was going to be a shit show. You know, yeah, yeah, no. I, well, okay. I looked at the trailer and I had very high expectations, and it exceeded my expectations because I thought the trailer looked really good. And but I've seen a lot of good trailers that turn out to be shit. So I was like, "That's where know. I was." I thought it was going to be like, "Oh, this vibrant, awesome trailer," and then you watch it, and it's like all local first person, terrible. Terrible sound, terrible lighting, terrible everything. And it was not even in that neighborhood. It was just like fucking mind blowing the whole time. I mean, these these, imagery was fucking amazing. The bars and the clubs and everything that helped and contributed to the film by giving uh, places to shoot. I mean, it looked fucking awesome in there. Like it looked like a legit 
club night. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. it made, made me wonder, like, so did they just do that after hours and they just had everybody in there? Like, I mean, you can see why it took him three years to make the fucking movie because there's a lot of attention to detail in it. And yeah, that part definitely paid off. The The fact they took their time and went through it and fine combed it and only took out what they could take out and left it where it is now. I mean, it, it, it's definitely a good, good, good finished product. Yeah. Um, something that I think any horror fan would be would be happy with, you know, Um the gore's awesome too. Like again, that's that's something that if you fuck that up, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. You know, it's gonna be tough unless your movie's like super slapstick and you're just watching it to be to be like a silly film. You know what I mean? But but the kills were pretty fucking realistic. You know? Yeah. Great, great, great prop work. I wish we could go into the details on them, but we can't. So, because I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, the line I gave to Chris Delpy was, uh, it's not nearly as bad as I thought it was. And he said, he's going to hold me to a quote on that one. So we'll see if that's uh, <laughs> truth or not. Anything else you can think of to uh, now without diving into depth, but uh, watching it with them, it's uh, it kind of reminded me of the, uh, like when you watch the movie, I mean a video on like pop-up video, you get like all the little. Like you were saying, the little details, you get like all these like extra fun facts about like this person that's in the oh, movie. Yeah. Like or, where's the fucking painting come yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. Like, so that was that was uh, fun for me to, to have those guys actually there watching it with us rather than just giving it to us and having us watch it on our own. Yeah. Um, what do you uh, let's let's what's your rating like your IMDB rating? Uh, IMDB out of 10. I would say. 9.3. Wow. Yeah. That's super high. Yep. I, think yeah, I was going to go good, 9. Clean clean quality, fun. Um, you, get, you went over 9. I think the <laughs> political incorrectness is fun. And I'm sure it's going to piss off some people, which is going to be a fucking amazing. Um, yeah. There's going to be a lot of back and forth from, I think, even from, like, the same groups. Like, I think, you know, me and you being two white heterosexual males... We're going to have two standpoints. I think two people out of the LGBT community will have two totally opposite points. And then, like, I just, I just think it's going to be you could play either side of the fence from whatever community you're a part of. Yeah. and um, But I think uh, everyone will like it regardless of whatever the fuck you believe in, you know? Get ready for a cult following. This is going to be amazing. I believe everyone's an individual, Michael. <laughs> that sexual orientation and skin color don't matter. Mm, that's amazing. You know? I treat everybody that way, but I talk a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, no, it's one thing to joke and, and talk shit. I mean, man, the jokes we used to make when we were younger. Oh, my God. Link. I wouldn't have made it. No. 2000 Michael Hill wouldn't have made it. We're just... <laughs> I think... Do you think we're constantly becoming more sensitive? Uh, no, I'm not more sensitive. No, you I, know I, I get more quiet as it goes on because I know it's not acceptable <laughs> to say the things that I want to say. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like what, like the nineties, that was like super offense. Like when we peaked in offensive. Yeah. You could say shit. whatever you and wanted. Like, and if somebody was, got upset, it you're was like, embraced. Get over it. It was, Toughen em- up. it was embraced, you know, it was embraced by like the common man. But then like, I feel like. You know, people in the public spotlight were 
really watch themselves still. That's what got everything labeled locker room talk. Yeah. No, no, it's okay to say it with your buddies, but it's not okay in public. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I don't good, know about that. Good old ball busting, <laughs> as you call it, right? <laughs> Got to have the tough skin, man. You can't be so sensitive about everything, but that's old yeah. school belief. That's. Uh, I'm I'm just a big advocate of like, if you don't like something, you just you turn it off. You know what I mean? Like, and you just don't support it. It's like me. If you don't want to be in a problem, don't be in a problem. That's the best way to avoid it. If you don't want to be part of something, then don't be a part of it. Get away from it. Well, I think we're probably. Hopefully, we get some details on when and where this is going to be showing, um, you know, so we can plug it to the locals here anyway. Or if um, actually, I mean, they're going to be it's going to be more than local where they're submitting it to. So we'll tell you guys everywhere that the Death Drop Gorgeous movie will be available. To be honest, I'd like to revisit this when it's out so we can get all the way involved with it. And I'd like to have like some of them on and uh, some of our friends that didn't see it, have them watch it and have them on as well so they can give first reaction. Yeah, I think um, like when it gets released on Blu-ray or something like that, I yeah. feel like then we can uh, we could talk about the story a little bit, you know. But what we just wanted to do uh, was a quick plug and a quick reaction without, you know, spilling the beans, so to speak, right? If you see Death Drop Gorgeous advertised anyway, you get your ass in there and watch it. Check it out. Yeah, it'll be uh, well worth it. Um, and also, we can say that the people who made the film are really cool people. Absolutely. And, um, Down to earth. Awesome. Yeah, Funny. Not, lighthearted. Not snobby. You know, they're just like very cool people. And uh, they're the type of people, if you knew them, you'd want to support them. Absolutely. You know, so. And if you can't take a joke, then stay away from them. <laughs> yeah. But if, I think... I think people should be able to. It's a fucking movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a movie. It's not real. It's not right? real life. It's not real life, dude. Sort of. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. So, uh, what's next on our agenda, though? Like, what do you. Uh, oh, are we going to end up doing. Uh, what is it? Fucking. The Chad Farron film, The uh, Unspeakable. The Unspeakable, yeah. Yes. I was able to secure a. A DVD copy of it because it's pretty. It's actually kind of hard to find now. Um, you but need to buckle up for this one. Yeah, this one's going to be very. Uh, there's some taboo subjects, let's just say, uh, contained in the film. My favorite, and it's very gritty and uh, repulsive. You know, I recommend you watch it high. Now, mm. um, so what? Maybe when do you think we're going to record that? Next Friday, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably next Friday, guys, for that one. I think uh, with the new year now, we're gonna we're trying to do like a day where we work out together. So that might actually end up leading to uh, more couch more, potato movies. Yeah, more content. Well, no, like when we're done working out, <laughs> yeah, fucking have a seat, and then boom. And uh, I have a, still a pretty big stack of uh, fucked up movies. Oh, also. I think we're going to... Oh, maybe we should watch that with the PVD Horror guys. That would be cool. I also remember the uh, the Serbian film. A Serbian film or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Somebody recommended to me on uh, a bootleg video game that I play. A little app, free app game. Yeah. And uh, they told me to watch a Serbian film. Super disturbing. I, I'm sure a good chunk of our audience has probably seen that. But either way, it's one that we have to cover because it's one of the uh, the more violent uh, Every time I mention one, I'm biting my lips that I mentioned it. 
What? Anytime I talk shit, we always end up going down the, the rabbit hole to the worst. Yeah. Oh, uh, but back to Unspeakable, we're going to try and get the guys from uh, PVD Horror. They're just kind of like um, super horror fans, I guess. And they um, host events at Revival Brewery. If you check their uh, Instagram or Facebook and stuff, they will actually screen vintage and retro horror movies. Um, we went and we saw Friday the 13th and 3D, The Burning. We went to... The Burning uh, was amazing. Yeah, a few different events. that were, And they're really fun. And they do raffles. And they've raffled off a few of my books before there, too. So shout out to them. Uh, check out their stuff for those events. Plus, Revival's just a... It's a cool place. It's, like, really roomy and not crowded, you know, if you just want to go grab a beer. But... Great french fries, too. Yeah, but you should go on their <laughs> night, dude, because they have... They raffle off mad shit, dude. Like, it's crazy. Free stuff, good beer. Good and then place. all the proceeds are, like, to help animals and shit, so... I didn't even know that. I just learned something new. Yeah. But yeah, we're, I think we're going to try and have them on. Maybe we'll see if we can have them on to do Unspeakable with us, and then they can all like we can all discuss that film and uh, talk about uh, what they're doing, you know. So because we want to support the locals, get in that room, get them all the get them all pumped, get down to revival. All right. Well, again, uh, Death Drop Gorgeous. Be on the lookout. We're going to keep you guys updated on it. Uh, I'm going to post this on our main. Uh, we're going to do this kind of as a crossover of Evil Examined and Real Judgments. Uh, that way we can get the most exposure so everybody knows to check out the movie. Death Drop Gorgeous. All right. Anything else? Until Oh, Happy New Year. Merry Happy Christmas. Year. Happy Hanukkah. All that. Kwanzaa. Whatever else yep. you celebrate. Fonzie. Yep. All that <laughs> stuff. Hey. Um, and, uh, or good day if you hope is witness, right? Is that what you say? You say good day because they don't celebrate anything, right? Good day, no, mate. No, no holiday, so it's just a good day. They don't so- celebrate a holiday, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, How come? I'm not sure. I just, I think because it's all capitalist holidays, they believe. I'm not, I'm not 100 on that, so yeah, I'm sure I can get some feedback on that. Shit. <laughs> I'm sure they'll send it right over. <laughs> Do you have any uh resolution? For the new year? Or? No, no, no. I find that if I don't make any resolutions, I tend to let myself down a little bit less. Mm. Mm. It's like Aim a strategy low. game. Aim low. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, and we shall see you in the future. Good evening, folks. What you are about to see should not be viewed by the faint of heart. This motion picture, truly one of the most unusual ever filmed, is a bloodbath of hysteria, drenched in the macabre and seeping with the gay agenda. This cinematic nightmare should not be viewed by youth or the impressionable, for they may leave the theater completely snatched and tucked. A tale of murder and mayhem, lust and depravity, plagued with acts of abomination, feast your eyes and ears on death Drop gorgeous. The horror begins when mysterious loner Dwayne returns to the city of Providence, Rhode Island after a volatile breakup. It was just a dumb idea opening a business with a boyfriend and shit. He finds himself back at his old job, 
bartending at the outhouse. Tony, I will take any shift you can give me. Amidst an unhinged drag queen rivalry between the young and beautiful Janet Fitness. Because if you gotta have two faces, at least make one of them pretty. And the legendary first lady of Providence, Gloria Hole. Every perfectly bleached asshole expires. But the battling queens aren't the only ones drawing blood. Watch, watch the teeth. Dude, watch the fucking teeth! Terror erupts as corpses of young gay men turn up slaughtered and completely drained. Four dead bodies? You think people ain't gonna talk? As the body count rises, and his business slowly slips through what's left of his fingers. The owner of the outhouse, Tony, hires two of Providence's finest to cover up the carnage and unmask the killer. I paid you two twice a fuck ton of money to make this go away, and here you fucking are! Whether you like it or not, it looks like we got a serial killer on our hands. But the investigation unravels, and the butcher remains one step ahead. I don't know if I can work here anymore. We could be next. <laughs> The detectives apprehend this maniac before every drop of blood is sucked out of Providence. Or will the killer succeed in their nefarious plan? Banned in 28 countries and based on true events, will you survive Death Drop Gorgeous? Let me pick up my drink for this one. (laughs) 